0: It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. Got him! The Giants, for the first time since 2012. Our champions of the National League West. And let this celebration begin and let it go on for a while. It is episode 54 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is October 3rd, 2021. Rob, the Giants are National League West champions.
1: October 3rd, 2021. The day where the Los Angeles Dodgers <laughs> eight-year streak of the NOS champs is over. 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 It's over. <laughs> and... You know what? In years past, you know, we talk about the division title. You know, not that big of a deal usually, but th- 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 this one's a big deal. Like for a lot of reasons, this team forty to one odds back in free training to win the West. You know, the Dodgers with an eight year run. Like I just said, you know, this is just so out of nowhere, and this this one feels a lot a lot different because yeah, I don't think any of us expected this even remotely. Not even close. Like even if the Giants were to have a a better year, uh, overachieving year. They win 90 games. That's what we yeah. would have said. That still <laughs> wouldn't be enough to take the West from the Dodgers or even the Padres, you know, back in spring training. So this is really cool. And like this, this one hit me a lot harder than ones in years past. I'm, I'm fired up right now. Go ahead.
0: You know, <laughs> okay. Oh, <thanks. laughs> uh, you know, uh, I usually just uh, sip on some water uh, when we record so I can, you know, keep my throat ready to go and I can, Speak and not have a dry mouth, Uh, but you know Rob likes to uh, enjoy a cold one when we record, and I'm gonna join him today. So, yeah, crack one open with him. Yes, and uh, here's to the NLS, my friend.
1: Here's the NLS,
0: 107 wins, which is not only a San Francisco Giants record, it is a Giants record for most wins in a single season um as they surpassed the 1904 Giants who had 106 wins um it's incredible (laughs) I mean dude we I mean we literally and trust me Rob and I completely could we could talk for the next three hours of so many different things regarding this 2021 San Francisco Giants team um but I I think we should and and this is going to be a very loose based episode we were we're kind of talking about like hey let's go on let's do a playoff preview and stuff like we're going to hold off on that until the next couple days, um, you know, and see how some of the wild card stuff turns out. And um, we're really just kind of going to do like a regular season reflection episode. I guess, I guess that's fair yeah. to call it that. But if, if you were to tell us back on April 1st, you know, the Dodgers are going to win. I'm not even talking about the Giants. The Dodgers are going to win 106 games. And they're gonna finish second in the West. You know what I would say? Damn, the Padres really <laughs> lived up to the hype. They must congratulations, have won San Diego. Or 108. Nope. The Giants win the West by a game. Um with 107 wins. I mean, I I, I don't have words for it. It's incredible. It's incredible. No words. And it's worth noting that the Giants
1: had the exact same odds, I believe, as the Arizona Diamondbacks. A lot, a lot of people trading. had,
0: yeah, a lot of people had Arizona third, San Francisco fourth. Yes, and
1: the Giants finished what a mere what fifty-five games or so uh, ahead of them. It's just, it's, it's unthinkable. Uh, that that's the all I can really say. That's that's the word there. It was it was unthinkable for the Giants to
0: yeah.
1: do what they did this year. And yeah, I mean, really, I almost don't don't have the words to to do this right now because I'm still taking it all in and. Like I said, in years past, the Giants won the division. Okay, that's cool. You know, playoff time, let's let's get real. And, no, nah, I mean, this this is major. And now, like you said, we see how the wild card shakes out. It could be the Giants and the Dodgers on Friday. It could be the Giants and the Cardinals. The Cardinals have been the hottest team in baseball Yeah, the last month, far bar none, it's not even close. So, a lot of, you know, a lot of different things are going to go down these next couple of days before we start making our predictions. And then, of course, you yeah, know, we do our predictions. We talk about the American League too. Sure. So, and that that's that's still going as we speak right now. The Red Sox are trying to get in. The Yankees already have. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, what a what a day for baseball I and mean, what a day for Giants fans. So, yeah, us first today. We, we're first. Everything else <laughs> second.
0: Yeah, we're we're recording this probably what a half hour after you know Leon's final pitch, and of course it's a strikeout. Of course it's a strikeout. It had to be Thanks, against the Padres. Um, uh, there's a tradition unlike any other, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, the great thing is, is there's, there's so many different aspects you can talk about the season. Um, Rob and I, I mean, we could talk from a personal perspective, Rob and I have been Giants fans for uh, forever. I mean, I, I know it's the day that, we met. Yeah. Realistically. Like I was, I became a Giants fan. I met Rob in 1995. And um, I have to credit Rob for um, being, you know, the big uh, influence of why I became a Giants fan. I mean, we we're so young at the time, you know, we didn't know a ton, but, you know, really started like, hey, I'm a San Francisco Giants fan when I was five years old. Um, and, uh, and and trust me, I, I do want to point out, I know this is a little mushy gushy, but the, barring the circumstances of what was expected of this team, um, and yeah, I mean, we've been through as fans, three world series championships in the last 11 years. Um, and you know, if you were to ask Rob and I right now, like, well, are you satisfied with an NOS title? Fuck no, we're not. Um, <laughs> and what we're going to, we're going to wrap the episode, you know, discussing, uh, that specifically, but, um, mm-hmm. there's just something special about this year. Um, you know, in regards to the regular season, that um I'll never ever forget this season. Um this is the most memorable regular season for so many reasons. Yes. Um I don't I don't know if I mean I'm pretty sure you share the same feeling. Yeah, I mean to me it's it's right up there with the uh with the uh,
1: 2010 regular season and the thing was back in 2010 we had the uh emergence of guys like Buster Posey, you know, coming up and becoming the guy and massive Bumgarner making his debut and you know Tim Lincecum and you know pat burrell and you know the waiver claim in july where he comes in and is a big force and yeah getting getting a guy like aubrey huff who's played on the orioles and the, all these the, the rays crappy Rays team yeah then he shows up and hits 30 <laughs> home runs in that regular season and yeah. just guys like that freddy sanchez hitting well for 300 andres torres coming out of nowhere i mean that was some cool stuff back then yeah. that was that that was so cool but see we didn't appreciate it at, at the time Th- this yeah. one right now we can appreciate this right now because this nobody thought this was even remotely possible with yeah. all all these guys in a rebuild all these worn down veterans like Brandon Crawford and Buster Posey and Brandon Belt all just playing maybe for a new contract and hey maybe if Crawford kicks ass early in the year we can trade him like the Yankees or something like that and get some guys <laughs> and Seriously, that was stuff that we we discussed back in back in March. I mean, those, those were that's dialogue right there that we had, and for everything to flip the way it did, and maybe the the, the Giants became the best team in baseball back in June. That was crazy, but do we think that was sustainable? Hell no. There's no way, and except for that one night, I believe last month in August, where the Dodgers took that half game lead for like 12 hours. The Giants have had the best record in baseball for 4 months.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yep.
1: And they given no no chance by any not us, not the forget the experts, us, true Giants fans who've watched this team every year since we can re- remember. Yeah, I mean, it was even night even in the cards. And for it to go down the way it did, I I think it's cool that we can appreciate appreciate it right now and realize how special this regular season was in this division title, because yeah, like you said, three world series, those regular seasons. Yeah. I mean, they were fun, but those teams were pretty good. We thought, yeah, this, the 107 wins, man, 107 from, <laughs> it's, from, from it's, that team. It's, it's just,
0: stupid.
1: yeah. can't wrap my mind around it, but yeah, the the main thing is, yeah, we can appreciate it now and we can talk about it and yeah, we can, get ready for the NLDS because the Giants it's don't got a- to worry about no stupid ass wild card game and god that's the best feeling right now.
0: Let's let's look at some numbers real quick. So obviously like we've mentioned 47 times already <laughs> they they finish 107 and 55 which you know you could stop there and be like wow. With their 11 runs today here's something that nobody's talked about. Going into today's game They had 793 runs on the season. They surpassed 800 runs today to finish with 804 runs scored. That's incredible. (laughs) Um, Their splits at home at Oracle Park, they finished 54 and 27. They literally win two thirds of their games at home. Fantastic. But probably even more impressive On the road, they go fifty-three and twenty-eight, so nearly identical home and road splits. Um, Incredible, and so that goes to show you just the consistency of this team. How this was not a fluke this season. I mean, we can we can go on and on in the woods about that. April, they go sixteen and ten. May, they go eighteen and ten. June, sixteen and nine. July, fifteen and ten. They really struggled in July, only fifteen wins. (laughs) No, <laughs> August 19 Bums. and nine. Then they save their best baseball for the end. They go 21 and six in September, including a nine game winning streak. And they had a seven game winning streak at the end of the season that finished Friday night, October 1st. And then obviously they win two out of the three in uh, October here uh, 21, and,
1: 21 and six with the Dodgers breathing down their neck the whole freaking time. They ain't losing either, man. Like they, it's been incredible, and to have two teams that good battle it out down down the stretch. I mean,
0: I don't, I honestly don't know if we'll ever see anything like that again. That, the that daughter won a race. The Dodgers did exactly what I thought they would do, or what anybody thought they would do. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to sound selfish sure What we thought they would do, right. they finished 106 and 50. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they finished off uh, the Brewers today. Um, It was seven to three last. Yeah. I'm just going to credit down. them with the win. The beat yeah. down. Yeah. So 106 and 56, you know, they did that I believe two years ago um, when they won the NL pennant and totally expected that Dodgers top to bottom, you know, hell of a roster, probably the most talented team in baseball for sure. Um, But yeah, like you said, For when the Giants took over in May, June-ish with the best record in baseball, they consistently had the Dodgers right there. And at the time, the Padres were right there too, and they Mm -hmm. were really good. Then the Padres kind of fell off in August, September. They fell off hard, Um, but the Dodgers were always right there. And I think, you know, we did a reassessment episode probably five weeks ago, and it was coming down right around that last series that the Giants and Dodgers played um, each other at Oracle and the Giants took two or three. And I think it took me until then, and that gave them a one game lead in the West. And that I think that it was just then, like early September, when I said, Okay, I finally, it's not that I haven't bought into the Giants, it's because I couldn't write off the Dodgers. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I, uh, I said, You know what? I think somehow, some way, the Giants will be able to uh, hold off on this and win the West. And, it of course, it took them all the way down. And I said something the other day, best record in baseball. Um, and it took them literally to the last day to clinch a division. They're the last team to clinch their division with the best record in baseball. That's how good the Giants and Dodgers were this year. It, ha- it had to go to 162. That was the had thing about yesterday. In the, back, in the back of my mind, you know, Doug,
1: Doug and I, we were, you know, at our nephew's uh, – w- one year birthday party and we're in Happy there birthday Jameson. Had birthday Jameson and we're <laughs> in there watching and in the back of my mind I didn't say it because I, I don't want to be negative, but in the back of my mind I'm like, dude, this they're probably gonna lose this game because it has to go to 162 and it just it has to. You know that's that's baseball. I mean you know crook and kite those guys they would probably they probably thought the same thing. They just couldn't say it either. And it with the year the Giants and Dodgers had, you know, it had to go down to 162. And Granted, Doug and I hear a lot about 1993 and the Giants and the Braves and that crazy battle. See, Doug and I don't remember that, but we hear about it all the time. And we we were we kept, three and four. Yeah, we kept hearing about it all year from you know all all the you know older people. And I'm not, I'm not calling by old out there, but the older people <laughs> out there, people older than us, you know, trying to explain it to us. And it's like, yeah, this is just like 1993, and all it ended so bad, and the Giants didn't make the playoffs. And I was like. Dude, I I don't need to hear that. I don't <laughs> I don't want to think about how Bonds, Clark, Matt Williams, and all those guys couldn't make the playoffs. You know, despite winning 103. So, so I had that in the back of my mind this whole time too. I'm like, man, I hope that this is one one of those you know lessons that I'm just going to endure because all the other fans have had to go through it. So I'm I'm glad you know they it didn't take one of I one on three would have got it done. 107 that was that that was the mark and by that much by that much and hey you know what it's 1993 giants would have won 107 they might have won the whole thing that year
0: yeah who knows yeah who changed knows? the change the dynamic of uh you know san francisco giants history forever sure did um because they had to wait another 17 years to get uh get a trophy in the city so that's yeah. um let's kind of shift and, and talk about like the actual team um from the front office down you know, Farhan Zaidi came over in November of 2018 from the Dodgers. And we obviously saw what he helped build down in Los Angeles. You know, the Dodgers have become and still are by, trust me, I know uh, they just had their eight-year um, consecutive uh, Western Division title streak snap. Uh, but, you know, if you don't think the Dodgers have a chance to win <laughs> the World Series just because they lost the West by a game, you haven't been watching the Dodgers could very much win the whole thing, absolutely. Yes, yes. um, but what Farhan did in the short amount of time, I figure we, we could just we can start in front office. You know, this team in 2017, 18, and 19, they were pretty bad, they were um, awesome, they were unwatchable. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty bad. Uh, you know, guys like uh, Buster Posey really started to like you know. Not fade away, but like you could tell, oh, you know, maybe he's on the downside of his career. Guys like Brandon Belt struggled to stay healthy. Um, they really had nobody in that starting rotation outside of you know uh, Johnny Cueto, who was another guy starting to maybe show signs of aging. And yep. uh, the bullpen was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Crawford became just a, a kind of an average guy those those years. And uh, you know, the I would say the highlight. <laughs> Can you agree with me on this? The highlight from 2017 to like 2019 was maybe, uh, you know, Farhan going and getting a Mike Yastrzemski and he had a great 2019 hit 20 home runs or whatever. And he was kind of like the lone good story of the giants uh, that year. I I, Uh, I want, I want to say coming into this year, there were
1: actual fans saying the most untouchable player on this team was Mike Yastrzemski. mm -hmm. I'm not kidding people were, were saying that to us and tweeting about it. And well, he is the future of this team and you know, he's untouchable right here, but, you know, I love Yaz. But he's 30. He, I, I laughed at that. He's, mm-hmm. he's like 31 years old, yeah. Yeah. you know, like untouchable. So are I'm, we Rob? Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> but, yeah. No knock on us. You know, we could still be <laughs> out there, but, no, but, but like with, with, with Yaz, yeah, that he was the highlight and, and that was all, Fans had to hang on to was man we got this guy from the Orioles who never played and now he's over here hitting tw- twenty home runs oh my goodness and yeah well wow. we can't trade we can't trade him you know he's he's on all 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 the all the banners he's on all the tickets and he he's he's the the poster child for the team coming into this year he truly was and he turned into a freaking pl- platoon guy when it was all said and done the Giants are so loaded yeah. so it just it shows how fast things can can actually change in baseball and man like but yeah some some bad years there absolutely now that i'm thinking about
0: it so let's tie in let's tie in other things the farm system in 2018 when farhan took over this organization um for bobby evans uh was ranked like 28th in major league baseball so it was like the giants at the big club level were bad there's really n- little to no hope in the minor league system outside of at the time they had, you know, Joey Bart just got drafted uh, that summer of 2018. Um, but there were not a lot of pieces there. And so the future looked really bleak. And yes, Farhan comes in, immediately starts doing work um, and, uh, you know, brings in. You know, some guys that have uh, proven records, you know, for not a lot of money. And um, and then he's he starts bringing in guys that have no proven records. But, you know, credit to him and his scouting team. Um, they knew what they were looking for. Guys like uh, Donovan Solano brought in a couple years mm-hmm. ago. Guys yeah. like, um, you know, they stuck with Austin Slater and Steven Duggar, who aren't superstars by any means. But, you know, those are the two guys that. You think of like, well, they can play some time and they they split platoons and, you know, uh, Slater is a lefty killer and he's a big part of this team now. And then you bring in a Darren Ruff, who is over in Korea, you know, because he was no longer wanted by any major league teams. Then before this season, he goes out and he gets a freaking Lamont Wade Jr. Mm -hmm. from Minnesota for Sean Anderson and Lamont way junior is the Willie Mack award winner mm-hmm. because first of all, he's a good dude. But secondly, yeah. you know, the giants don't win the West without Lamont way junior this year. Yeah. yeah. you know, And Sean Harrison got DFA'd by like four teams. Four te- yeah. Well, I mean, it's crazy. Then <laughs> I, I I could go on and on. He brings in Anthony Lee Scafani on a, on a short-term contract. He ended up having a great season, ended up being the giants third best starter, Kevin Gosman, They brought back on the qualifying offer after a, Pretty good 2020 shortened season, but he was pretty good last year. Overall, you know, he made the all-star team. He had a great year. Um, Looks like he's starting to figure things out, hopefully going into the playoffs. Alex Wood, for the most part, was pretty good, stayed healthy for most of the year. I mean, it's – I could go on and on. I mean, if you're listening to this, you know how it's been. Mm -hmm. Um, Huge credit, huge credit to the front office um, for building this team. And – uh man, I, I didn't even talk about the bullpen. I, I think the one thing I was like pretty confident going into this year, I'm like, you know, I, I think the bullpen's is going to be really good. This is probably a third place team, but I think they have like a top 10 bullpen potential. And the Giants have one of the best bullpens in baseball. They did, you know, they, they, they poach uh, Jake McGee, you know, from the Dodgers,
1: who was a big part of their bullpen last year. And coincidentally, the, the bullpen is probably the weakest part of the Dodgers r- right now. So, I, like, I'm pretty sure they're missing Jake McGee at this point. They're wishing, you know, they have him back. I mean, what, he ends up with, what, what do you get, 28 saves, 29 saves? I think he got up to 30. Did he get up to 30? Yeah. I'm going to double check. Yeah, And, I mean, that was one of our questions coming into the year, was were the Giants going to have a have a closer, or, or were they going to be closer by committee? Yeah. Those 31, 31. 31, 31 saves save. for, for McGee. Thank you, Doug. Mm-hmm. And – yeah. And coming in the year, we really didn't know like was it going to be Tyler Rogers. No, nobody was cool with that. Was it was going to be a guy like Harlan Garcia. No, we didn't really consider that either. And so what were they going to do? And McGee steps up and it turns out when you're a good team, you need a closer. And, but coming into the year, I think when the, we didn't have any real expectations for the Giants, closer was that ah, we'll they'll figure that later if, if they're good or not. Well, it turned out they they were pretty damn good, and they needed all, all those things from McGee. And a guy like Camilo Duvall, who started early this year, had had a couple of rough outings, and was thrown right into the fire in, in Colorado and in Philadelphia and at Marlins Park. I mean, I remember all those games early in the year where they put him out there just to, all right, let's see what you got, kid. And, you know, he, you know, he got hit around a little bit and lost a little confidence in that fastball. And he goes down, you know, reestablished it, works on a slider, now that which is a, 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 a true weapon for him now and he he discovers his confidence with the, with the fastball and gets to see that hey uh, that little two-pitch combo you know that that fastball even even though it's consistently 98 99 it's always looking like 104 105 to those batters you know when when, when i'm flopping that slider and so credit to them for not writing him off after starting off bad earlier this year and you know, and, all, and also making a little trade for a guy like Tony Watson when the Giants didn't have, you know, a veteran left down there outside of Garcia and, and a guy like Alvarez who was, who's he's been around in the league, but I don't think that they see him as a reliable arm down there in the, in the late innings. But, but that's what Tony Watson was. And as soon as Tony Watson got here, you know, they put him in some big spots and some big holds to situations. And I don't think he gave up a run until like his 11th or 12th appearance. He delivered. Yeah. He was awesome. And especially we're talking, we'll talk about the trade deadline. Now the Dodgers go out and get Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, arguably yeah. the, the NL MVP and the NL Cy Young award winner. Yep. So what are the, what do the giants do? They wait till the very last minute and get a former MVP and an all-star like Chris Bryant, who has, who has been, Huge in, in, in that lineup. piece, you know he's been slumping the last couple of weeks, but but from the time he from the time he got here, you know he was hitting the ball with authority. He could play every every position. You know he he filled a big hole in the in the way Farhan, you know runs his team and how Gabe Kapler likes likes to, likes to manage, and especially in the beginning with uh, Evan Longoria still being out, you know that was that was a, a huge need, and not even just on the field. I think from a Organizational standpoint, where okay, the Dodgers did this. Oh, well, oh shit, we're ahead of the Dodgers. You know, we got, you know, we're not just going to go away. We're not just going to back down. So making a move like that, I don't think it just helped them on the field. That helped the clubhouse. Like, okay, they're, you know, Farhan's got our back. You know, the organization, the front office. You know, they got our back. They're believing in us. And and to give to give up, you know, you know, not not much to get him either. I mean everything Florana has done this year has just been nails. And I just, I just hope you know, they can finish the job because this, this is a special group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted to talk about the other two teams and I'll, I'll include the Padres because for most of the season, they were, they were in this thing, just a horrible collapse the last, you know, four or five weeks, but um, you know, I'll get to them in a minute, but yeah, we'll, we'll stick in house for a little bit longer. The Say Hey Podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play, and get your podcast started today. You know they bring in a guy like Chris Bryant, who when they got him um, at the deadline, and we mean at the deadline, within like yeah, was it four minutes? It was like twelve fifty six. Twelve fifty six. They announced it. Um, you know they go get a guy who you said the perfect uh tagline to describe him he is if you know Farhan goes into a lab and builds a player that he wants for his roster it's Chris Bryant the guy Mm -hmm. can play pretty much anywhere in the field you can bat him anywhere in the lineup and he's gonna produce and um you know when they added him I I feel like it kind of gave a shot in the arm to this team just like hey we've been really good so far but here's just a little more juice you know get us through the next two months and it worked I mean it gave me a shot in the arm yeah, we've seen Brian at third. We've seen Brian at left. We've seen Brian right. I mean, um, you know, there there were times where he's looked and, and you could say right now he's maybe slumping a little at the plate. But overall, I mean, the addition of Chris Bryant was gigantic. Great. Okay. Um, I I, I want to just touch base though on um, the long ball. This team hit 240 home runs this year. Um, and oh, wait, is it does that include? Logan Webb's shot? It does. Okay. It has to. Making, I was making sure it, it these better. are all updated. Yeah. I was making sure these are updated. Yeah, because Logan Webb did go <laughs> yard today. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> you know, you look at – you read every day, hey, Vlad Guerrero finished with, like, 48, 49 home runs. Otani, you know, pushing 50. Uh, Simeon, also in Toronto, had four, he had his 45th today, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, guys hitting, like, 30s and 40s and home runs. The giants had no guys hit 30, you know, Brandon belt stays healthier at the end. He probably hits 30. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, goes down last week with the thumb injury. Um, but like, listen to this list. It's incredible. Belt finishes of 29 in just 97 games. I mean, we are belt critics to the end of our lives and back, but you know what? We got to give him credit. He, when he was on the field this year, incredible. I'm, yes, I seen him. I'm giving him, giving him credit. Um, Mike Yastrzemski, who people will say he, he probably had a kind of a letdown year. He had 25 home runs. There's 54 right there. Exactly. Brandon Crawford, who um, probably won't win MVP, sadly, but should absolutely get some votes. Uh-huh. Um, 24 home runs. Buster Posey, who we had no expectations for this year. Well, guess what? He's the Buster Posey of old. 18 home runs, which I think is the second most uh, in a season in his career behind, obviously, his MVP season. Um, when he hit 24, Wilmer Flores also had 18 home runs. Lamont Wade Jr., 18 home runs. Darren Ruff, 16. Alex Dickerson, who we've been talking crap on for a couple ma- months now, he hit 16. Uh, Evan Longoria, 13, but he missed a lot of games. He was banged up, still hit 13. Austin Slater, who you know, on, on a lot of other teams would probably have 200 more ABs, he hit 12. I mean, it's incredible what the the long ball does for this team this year, um, and they lived and died by it, and they did a lot of living on it. Yeah, and that's with uh,
1: them not really hitting that many th- these last uh, six, seven games. They really you know, didn't. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, yeah, you talk about Logan Webb's home run today, and that that was pretty cool. But yeah. against Arizona and even the series against San Diego, it's it was all it was all small ball these last few days. Like the the offense, yeah. Bryant, Longoria, Wade coming into this week. Yeah, they all, all been scuffling a little bit. And you know, Bryant's had some had some good at, good at bats uh, the last the last couple of days. At least he sat yesterday, but he had some, some good at bats today. And I thought he had some good, good at bats Friday. And Lamont Wade, you, you know, wins the way backboard on Friday, comes back, gets gets a couple hits. So so yeah, the 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 long ball, yeah, wasn't really there these past few days, but the way they've been able to do it all year home away it hasn't mattered you know they it's just it's carried them all year and it's it's funny because we think about the last couple of years how teams have come into oracle park and hit the ball out of the ballpark with with ease and the giants haven't been able to do it at all it's it, i mean it was it was comical we talked about oh you know, the giants need to you know they need to redo the uh, dimensions out there in, you know in right, in right center and so move the fences in and I was always against that I mean I'm glad I'm glad that they did it a little bit this year out, out there in Triple's Alley, but I always kind of laughed at that because other teams yeah, w- would come in like the Padres and the Dodgers and they they hit the piss out of the ball it didn't they had no trouble hitting home runs, <laughs> but you know you you let Farhan and Scott Harris and these guys and you know get get the right guys and take time to implement, you know their style of playing their approaches, which have clearly worked. Yeah. Next thing you know, the giants are leading the league at home runs and it's, it's, it's incredible. You have all, all these guys with double digit home, home runs, like, like, like you just ran off. There's, you know, all you can do is just tip your, 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 caps to these guys. And, and honestly look back and laugh at 18 and 19 and, and all, all those years where they were like, at last down there with with like the the marlins you know in, in home runs i mean they they were they went from almost worst to first you know in the home run category it's almost amazing how fast it happened
0: i agree um i i wanna i i mean i i can't we again we can ramble on and on and on about this 2021 team Who's not done yet. <laughs> Obviously, you know, like this, yeah. is, this, this, the first season's over. The second one is about to begin. There's at least three um, games left. So yeah, uh, at least at least. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of wanted to touch on, I posted on, and if, if you're new to the say, Hey podcast, first of all, welcome. Secondly, um, if you, if you're not on giants chatter on Facebook, make sure you go join. It's a Facebook that Rob and I and um, five other admin uh, have been running since December uh, it's going strong I think we had almost 500 comments in the game thread today yeah uh, just incredible. It was um, it was anyways great Facebook group realistic Facebook group we love it we embrace it we enjoy it and it's growing and it's doing fantastic mm-hmm. um, but I posted a question in there yesterday obviously we have had you know so many expectation talks and you know, going into this season, what we really thought of the Giants. And, you know, most of us said they're going to finish third place and blah, 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 and obviously things change and they go win 107 games. And, um, you know, that's why you reassess. And my question basically was, if the Giants don't finish beyond the NLDS, meaning like if they don't win the NLDS and get to the NLCS, is this year a disappointment? And, you know, people have their reasons and totally good, justifiable reasons why, you know, if they were to be finished in the NLDS, it would still be a success. And that's fine. I respect that. Um, Rob and I, and I think every other admin in our group, uh, were on the other side of things and said, yes, this season would be a disappointment. And I didn't give my reason on there. I wanted to save it for this. Um, Rob, Rob gave his reason. I'm going to have him start first, but um, kind of have him reiterate why Robbie, why if the giants don't get past the NLDS is 2021 a disappointment? Well, it, it's, it's a tough question, honestly. And it's, it's, it's very, it's very
1: fluid for, for me because at this point, it has to be a disappointment to not clear the NLDS because like we said earlier, as unexpected as it was from June on, this has been the best team in baseball. That is so hard to do. And it takes, a—I mean, at least from my perspective, it, that takes a special group of, of dudes to accomplish something like that. And whether, just, see, here's the thing, just because people like you and I and Brooks and Steven and everybody else, you know, and the experts didn't predict it that don't mean nothing. You know, we we, we don't, you know, we're not, we're not God when it, when it comes to baseball <laughs> pred, predictions, you know, we're not the be all end all, you know, it, the game's played on the field. It's not played yeah. on paper. So once the Giants were able to accomplish being the best team in baseball for four months, how, how at this point, can it not be a disappointment? It's not clear the first round. You know, and here's a little example. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. And back in 2016, the Cowboys were really good. They had a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back. They get to the first round of the playoffs. It was unexpected because Tony Rumble got hurt in the preseason. And, yeah, you got Dak Prescott and all these young guys playing offense. They go 13-3 and that year. They get to the first round. Well, actually, no, they got a first round bye. I'm sorry. And they played in the visual against Green Bay they lost in a, in, a, in a great game but yeah I was disappointed as hell that team was special they was with 13 and three and you heard it everywhere hey Robbie don't don't worry about it like they're, they're a young team they're gonna be in this position every year no that's not how sports works it, there's it's injuries you know people you know people decline players eventually you know time catches up with everybody in baseball you know time it's a quote from Creed. Or Rocky says, "Time's undefeated," and it catches up with everybody, eventually, and especially in sports. So you can't take seasons like this for granted and just think, "Oh, you know, the Giants won 107 games this year." I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome story. And I mean, th- this goes to show that Farron and Kapler and Scott Harrison's those guys, they know what they're doing, and that is true. I believe that, and yeah, I am, I am on board you know, with everything they're doing. And even if they do lose in the first round, I believe it's a step in the right direction for the organization. There's no denying that, but is it a disappointment at this point? Yeah, it, it has to be because next year is not guaranteed. It, in case you haven't noticed the NL West is going to be a battle Royale, you know, it's gonna be a bloodbath, you know, th- these next couple years because the Dodgers, they ain't going nowhere. You know, they have a formula. They're not, they're not straying away the Padres got some real talent on, on, on that squad, you know, just cause things went sideways for them this year. You know, we all know AJ Preller, man, he's going to get out there. He's going to make moves and he's going to, he's going to be resilient. Yeah. After this, I'm, I'm pretty sure if he doesn't get fired, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they might go out and, and hire a, a Bruce Bochy to replace a Jace Tingler. We don't, we don't know, but believe me, they're not just gonna, okay. We spent money on Tatis, we spent money on Machado, we made moves for you, Darvish and Blake Snell. It didn't work. Oh well, you know, we'll we'll run it back in a yeah, you know, we'll get a new team and we'll run it back in a couple of years. No, they got talent over there. They're they're gonna be back and they're they'll be better because I think they're gonna go out and get a better manager. I don't know who's gonna be, but but no, so you but, but my point is you can't take seasons like this for granted, no matter how unexpected and how and how caught up in the moment we all are and how how good the story is, you know, we, you can't lose sight of, you know, because the giants just didn't rattle off like 25 straight wins or something like that to get to this point. That's, That's not how this happened. This is consistent. They were consistently the best team in baseball for four months. That tells you right there that this is probably the best team in baseball or damn near close. So you can't tell me whether they play the Dodgers or they play the Cardinals. I don't care, but if they don't at least have a shot at, at the NL pennant this year, this season is without a doubt, a disappointment. It has to be at this point, things change throughout the year and it it has gone from, Hey, if they go 500 or so great. No, we're not there anymore. Things change. We, we get better things, things go forward. And yeah, this team needs to at least be playing for the NL pennant
0: this year at minimum. Go Doug. you they, well <laughs> damn dude uh you make several really really good points there the one the one that stuck out to me was um actually your your cowboys comparison because you know it's not all about hey well you know this season shows up and uh, that means the next couple of years are going to be just fine that you're right that's 100% yeah. not how yeah. sports work yeah my
1: ass um, that's not yeah, how it works
0: yeah and <sighs> i mean there have been so many teams in any sport where yeah. Uh, they have a great year and you're like, well, this is good, you know, and I'll tie in what you just said about the Padres. The Padres will absolutely be a very good team next year. Um, I know it's way early. Uh, we haven't touched. Obviously, we're still in the season, but, you know, we have to go through <laughs> offseason free agency, um, arbitration, all that stuff. I mean, rosters will look different by next year, but I'll tell you what, there are going to be a lot of quote unquote experts out there. That picked the Padres to finish a- ahead of the Giants, no matter what they do uh, the rest of the season. Again next year, no doubt like, about it. embrace it; it's going to happen. Right. Be ready for it. Be prepared for it. But it don't um, mean nothing. What, that's what we're saying. Ex- exactly. So you have to see what they've done, and I believe in history because we have so many years of well over a hundred uh, of baseball history, and um, you know I. I I'm kind of looking back, you know, right now, I didn't have this prepared. I'm kind of just looking at it now. And there's one team I know that I can talk of um, 20 years ago. uh, And I'll I'll get into recent years. But 20 years ago, the Seattle Mariners finished uh, in 2001, 116 wins, which is the most regular season wins of all time, and 46 (laughs) losses. They finished 70 games over 500 people. 70 games. (laughs) It's laughable. They won the whole thing, right? Yeah. Nope. They didn't even get past the ALDS. I believe they oh, lost man. to the Yankees that year who ended up rep- – and, and I may be wrong, but the anyways, the Yankees represented the American League that year, lost to the Diamondbacks in a crazy uh, World yeah. Series. But, you know – the Mariners, you know, whenever you talk about most wins in a the season, they're like, yeah, 2001 Mariners is 116. It never ends there, though. It goes with, man, like, I can't believe that team won 116 games and didn't win at all. Like, it what, a, dis- what yeah. a disappointment. Um, if you don't think that will happen with the Giants this year, regardless, you have to throw away preseason expectations because – you know, nobody outside of maybe miraculously even that front office, I don't, I'm, I'm sure they didn't expect this either. Not this, no. not this good. Um, that nobody, nobody knew this. And you know what? It's like Rob just said when you are so consistent, like the Giants were this year, um, it is beyond a fluke. You don't have a fluke season, win 107 games. But I wanted to kind of just go back over the last few years. Just I'll, maybe I'll do like three or four years here. I'm just, I have standings in front of me. 2019. The Nationals won it all. That was a great year. Great thing about baseball, um, you don't always have to have the best team, and they end up winning it. It was great. They went 93-69 and that year. Max Scherzer, you know, uh, Trey Turner, great team. Anthony Rendon. The Dodgers, I'll start with them. They finished with the second-best record in baseball year. They won 106-56. Like I mentioned earlier, they just did the same thing this year. They didn't even make it to the World Series huge disappointment, right? Don't you agree? Yeah. The Houston Astros who, whatever, asterisks, you know, we can go off on that, but you know, they're a really damn good team. 107 and 55, same exact record that the Giants finished with this year. They made it to the World Series. They lost. The Astros were so good during this time, still are, trust me. Um, You don't think that they were disappointed that they didn't take home the title in 2019? Absolutely. That's a disappointing season um let's go to 2018 the boston red sox uh beat the dodgers that year best record in baseball the the red sox 108 and 54 they finished you know off a regular season with the world series title they earned that um so yeah i get that uh 2017 let's see dodgers 104 and 58 Uh, best record in baseball lost to the houston astros who won 101 games that year um my my point is and i'm going off on a tangent but my point is is that when you're winning 100 plus games um you know you're not going into the playoffs like well you know we weren't supposed to be this good this year so you know if we get into the NLDS and win a game or two like we still had a great year bullshit dude if the giants <laughs> win 107 games this year and they go into the NLDS let's just let's just say that uh, the dodgers beat the cardinals in the wildcard game and that's who the Giants face. And, um, you know, the, the Dodgers win that series in five games, three to two. Um, if you're not disappointed, dude, then, you know, you may want to look in the mirror because especially because of who it's against, even if it's say the Cardinals beat the Dodgers on Wednesday and the Cardinals beat the Giants in the NLDS in five games. Uh, yeah, you're hugely disappointed. Like Absolutely. you won 107 games and you don't even make it uh, to, to the NLCS for a shot at the pennant, that's absolutely a letdown. Um, you have to, you have to reassess throughout the season because you still have to play the game. You can't just go based off paper. You can't just go based off of, you know, well, Oh, the Dodgers have like seven all-stars, and the Giants have one and a half. Well, you know, there's more to it than that. You have to actually play baseball. You have to manage better, which isn't very hard to do against the Dodgers. You have to, you know, run the front office. Um, and, and trust me, Andrew Friedman's still doing very well in Los Angeles. But, yeah, he's you know, got no like, problems there. Yeah, absolutely. But like, <laughs> Farhan Zaidi's uh, far and away going to run away with executive of the year. Gabe Kapler's going to win manager of the year in the National League. Just learn to reassess throughout the season. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't go into October with the same expectations that you had in March, unless they're exactly where you thought they were.
1: Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you. And I think, and I, I'll, I'll, admit this, you know, I don't like listening to talking heads and quote unquote experts and people like that. I, I don't, I don't watch a lot of that, you know, Most nights I'll fall asleep with like quick pitch. I'll have it on mute and I'll listen to music or I'll be doing emails or something like that. But I think a lot of people get so caught up in what guys like Harold Reynolds and Chris, Chris Rose and guys like that, like their, their predictions and their assessments and, and like their preseason stuff. Well, well, here's what so-and-so said about where they thought the Giants were going to be this year, so obviously you know they, you know they know a little more than we do. And if the experts say that this team would be lucky to win 80 games, then we have to be totally satisfied to you deal know, with them winning 107. And even if they don't win a playoff series, but who who are they, man? Who are they? I mean, this is in in baseball. Like I I'd argue the only sport you can talk about the game being on paper is probably the NBA. You know, uh, other than that, cause it's only five guys out yeah. there. It's five on five in baseball. So much goes into baseball. It's such a long year. So you know, just cause the, the experts say this, that doesn't mean that should be the be all, you know, and, and end all of it. Cause yeah, like Doug, Doug and I, you know what? 81, 81, 81 18, 82, were those were our, our, our predictions. Yep. Yeah. Those were our predictions, but th- that, that doesn't mean, you know, it's, you know, it's all good now if the Giants don't do anything after a great year, because clearly we were wrong, and that, that we're happy to be wrong, obviously on this one. And people will talk about how the Dodgers losing the World Series. Well, yeah, that that should be a disappointment to them because they were predicted to win the whole thing, dude. They they still got there. They still act. They still got there. It's still. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's so weird how you can take opinions from people that you've, just cause they're on TV and people that you've never met and make them as yours and be like, okay, well, th- these are the expectations and this, this is how it should be. And this is how I, ju- how I should think going forward for, for the whole year. Like, yeah, ju- you know, just cause the Dodgers were pre- predicted to go to the world series. That doesn't mean they're going, you know, I mean, and that doesn't mean that they're, that they're going to win. Yeah, did we think they were the best team coming in this year? Uh, you know, absolutely. And they still might win the, win the World Series. But uh, at, at this point, uh, we just played the whole season. The Giants went 10-9 and against those guys. So if they go into a series, I think the Giants can beat them. Yep. And if they don't, it's going to suck. I'm going to be yep. pissed because I know they can beat them. We, we saw it happen all year. So, yeah, you just – I hope – I don't know if this is going to get through to anybody, honestly, but seriously, just kind of, just kind of learn to, you know, think on the go and, you know, keep your, you know, keep your mind open. And just cause you hear it on ESPN or LB network and that, that doesn't have have to be, you know, this, the standard, just cause those dorks on there, you know, have an opinion and you don't have to think, you don't have to think that way. You watch every game, you you know, just, Doug and I, we watch every game. A lot of you listening, you watch every game. You're you're in the group chat. We're talking to you every day. You know, you know how good this team is. So yeah, don't 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 come in into in the chat saying, oh, it's okay if they lose. Cause you know, you know it's not. This team is really freaking good. It's not, it's not okay if they lose. If they do, yeah, it sucks. You know, we'll get over it. And then yeah, in hindsight, we'll be like, okay, well, here's all here's all the positives from the year. And then, yes, we can do that after the season. But, yeah, it's going to be a dis- disappointment if they don't at least play for the pennant, in my opinion, after 107 wins. It, ha- it has to be.
0: I completely agree 100%. And just a last little thought before we wrap here. Um, if you don't think that this is sustainable through the next four weeks um, with how they're built and what they can do, um, you're wrong. The Giants can absolutely – Win the World Series this year. Um, with how they play the game, how they manage the game, how they're built, what type of players they have, they can absolutely win this uh World Series. But you know what? So can the other teams. Um, that's the beauty of baseball. I think I think baseball has the best transparency when it comes to opportunities for those involved um in a postseason bracket, you know, basketball you pretty much know who like maybe those final four teams are going to be every and year. <laughs> there's, there's two teams that could realistically win it all. This yeah. year was cool. It was different. I mean, we yeah. had what bucks and Suns. That was cool. That was cool. It was different. It was, it different was a rarity. Used to. I watched a lot of people didn't watch, but I watched football. You know, you have your staying teams power for the most part. So it's a little less transparent than, than basketball, which yes. is good. But yes. you know, for the most part, you have your staying teams and it comes down to who's your quarterback. Um, yes. But in baseball, There's so many rotating uh, positions and playoff brackets through the years. I mean, come on. Like, you could say the Giants in 10, 12, and 14, mostly 10 because, you know, they were uh, aging but, you know, young at the same time. Huh? Sounds kind of like this year. Uh, But, you know, where there weren't really expectations for them to compete that year. They won it all. Then you got, like, 2015, uh, the Royals, the Kansas City Royals. Uh, you know, I and they got their back to back years. Obviously, the Giants took care of them in seven and 14, but in 15, they rode the back end of that bullpen, uh, and beat the Mets. And then in 16, you finally had the Cubs win it after 108 years of, of not winning it. And then, um, you know, so it's it's great if you look at baseball the last like 25, 30 years, there have been so many different teams to win World Series, and I think that's great for the sport. Um, are there problems in the game? Yeah, but sure, uh, you know, for the most part. That's the beauty of baseball. Um, anybody, anybody in once they get in could win the whole thing. And that's that's what I love about the sport. So um Rob, we're not done yet, man. Uh 55. Uh, you know, we'll we'll do uh, before the NLDS starts for the Giants on Friday. I'm glad we can finally confidently say that. Uh yeah, Rob and I will get together again and and we'll uh kind of assess what's what's going on, probably get through the wild card games. And then uh, see from the ALDS and NLDS and do some predictions because that'll be fun. So yeah, um, we'll do that sometime this week. But uh, again, make sure you're on Giants chatter. Be involved on there. It's gonna be straight fire. Uh, Giants chatter is one for one. uh, You know, in seasons for having Giants with the best record in baseball. (laughs) So maybe Giants chatters the to who we should credit. So yeah,
1: yeah, I'm taking credit for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fun October, man. Uh, I'm excited for it i know you are too so you know we'll wrap it here so for uh say hey doug and say hey rob go giants go giants get that ring when the giants come to town